Mark Naley dead. <laughs> We're going to go through them all. Tony Anderson, dead. David Darcy, dead. Mel Pasco, also dead. Wow, but the original cast of Open Night. <laughs> Neil, Neil Sashke, I think he played, he was a coach at the D's, dead. Colin Tully, dead. Old Pies player, dead. Bob Hammond. Shane Tuck. Oh, shit, that's sad. He's oh, yeah. dead. Oh, fuck. Uh, Beyond Blue, shout out to you. Sorry, I think I still got the clip in here. Shane Tuck dead. <laughs> Bill Young, Saints supporter and player, dead. I'm not so young anymore, are you? Fuck Bill Young. Michael Bowden, dead. This is the worst podcast in the history. Uh, Jim <laughs> Reed, dead. <laughs> Bill Stephen, dead. Oh, uh, Fitzroy, he used to... Yeah. Jeff Dunn, good beard, dead. Oh, yeah, cool. Good beard, dead. Oh, Quentin nice. Leach, played for the Dockers back in the day, dead. Nice. He's dead. Nice. Nice. We've nice. come in at a good time. Leo wow. Brereton. Oh, fuck, a Brereton. Do you reckon he was... Jeff Williams, ex-cat, dead. Look at that. Uh, you think there was a pandemic or something? Paddy Gwinane, he played for Tigers, he's dead. Graham Cooper, he played for the Hawks, he's dead. Yep. Yep. Uh, John Hyde, another, another Cats player, he's dead. Oh, we lost another one. Oh, one. shit, Jacinda Barkley. <laughs> oh. She's dead. Beyond Blue failed again. Uh, John right. Kennedy, he's got, a tata- he's got a statue apparently. He's dead. Disgraceful What a fitting start to our award show John Kennedy Not John Don't not to be confused with John F. Kennedy Linvale Why the Fuck this guy's getting a lot of airtime. Maybe he won a lot of flags with Hawthorne or something Nah they're VFL mate We don't acknowledge Brownlow Metal, okay. Viewers are advised that the following program contains drug use, coarse language, and sexual references, which may offend some viewers. God, man, what is wrong with you? Snilly finally grabbed you with both hands and shaking whatever tiny piece of common sense you had left completely out of your body. Oh, I'm going to fit you. And they're unresearched about. That was out of bounds. That was out of bounds. That was out of bounds. What happened there? What happened there? Uh, I think think football has changed a lot over the last 10 or 20 years as far as physical contact goes. Anybody went for goal? Stardom keeps it back in. Did that really well. Lingle kicking goal. He's kicked it. Oh, that just about breaks the record then. Keeps it in play. Goes down the line up towards Cox. Couldn't complete the mark. Marco's there for the assist. Gives it off to Jesse White. And he 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 40. Who gives a fuck of I to kick that? That's right, motherfuckers. Geelong are in the grand final. How feel about that, Alessio? Feel fantastic. You feel good? Feel great. Char- Charlie feel Cameron great. leaving the leaving the uh, Gabber on the Harley at halftime. Yep. Yep. Couldn't be seen after halftime. What the fuck happened, bro? Gary Ablett, uh, Gary Ablett fucked over the state of Queensland one last time. One more time. One more time. That's that's what happened. With feeling. That's what fucking happened. But that's not what we're here. We're not here to talk about that right now. It's Brownlow night. And there is more ads on Brownlow night for Amazon Prime than I am comfortable sharing with you. However, we have our own awards. We have the I to kick that awards. And I, I want to warm you all up. What we're I, I, talk I, I about. want to say something. I just got to say something that's on everyone's mind. All right. That this season is a line to it. I mean, it's not, it's not a real premiership. Right. Oh, like, fuck oh, off. Wow. You're going to start with the asterisk win. shit? Get it. Nah, 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 nah. The asterisks the went away after we beat Brisbane. There was an asterisk on top of it until we beat Brisbane at the Gabba, and then that is when uh, we like when Like I said last week, Gary Ablett Jr. was going to fucking be handing out Eucharists. Who knew he was going to hand them out in the third quarter? Oh, fucking Patrick Dangerfield threw. He, he threw a Eucharist straight to Jr. And he was like fucking bang straight through the goals. Dangerfield threw it at him. Dangerfield threw the Eucharist at him. Dangerfield is playing for the Melbourne Storm next year. He's getting his contract to list. He's thinking, oh, I'm going to take up a new sport. Nah. Dangerfield was just like body of Christ. And he was like fucking bang. That's how it works. It was, and then yeah. they all drank yeah. the blood of Tom Stewart. Yeah, fantastic. There's an asterisk in this season. The, only, the biggest loser was the AFL because the AFL is fueling and I back the AFL in doing the city of Geelong or either just passing the bill on to Darren Lyon. One of the two. All right. They're passing it on to one of them. They have to pay for what they've done. They've given Richmond the flag. Yeah. Oh. That's what they've done. It's interesting. You bring up Richmond. Before we get to the award show... Uh, I have a report live from the uh, Richmond bandwagon. Hello, Alessio. I am reporting from the Richmond bandwagon here. We're on our way to Queensland, and it seems like the bandwagon is filling up very quickly. A lot of Brisbane and Collingwood supporters have jumped on top of the bandwagon and unfortunately have broken one of the wheels. However, Dusty's dad's friends are here, and they are very handy uh, automotively as we say in the business. Now, um, the Richmond bandwagon is very, very full, but we, uh, we we still don't understand why so many people have jumped on the Richmond bandwagon and why there is such distaste for Geelong winning this year. Uh, maybe you could fill us in, Alessio. Thank you. Indecision. There's a lot of indecision in the Richmond bandwagon at the minute. Uh, a lot of Brisbane supporters have rocked up, and uh, we don't know if we're going to book a ticket yet. I think that's a walk-up ticket, isn't it? If you live in Brizzy, you can get in. To guys himself as a believer in Christ, but then turn out to be fucking devil's guys. So it's Gary Ablett, junior or senior. I'm placing what he did to the Lions on, on the weekend as uh as as much of a crime as his old man did to that young poor woman. You know, it's, it's, 
It's all right. We just know right at the end of the whole fucking day, we're going to hear this. But it is time. It is time, Alessio. They've been waiting all year for this, and I'm going to play them the promo, and we're going to get to the awards. Hello, and welcome to the Ida Kicked Out Awards. The most prestigious night in all of sports. Tonight, we crown the winner of the Gary Lyon Award. Worst movie. Most sackable. Wag of the year. Vlog of the year. Night out of the year. Worst commentator. Biggest joke. Dog of the year. The don't argue. Highest ATP. The Matt Rowe badge. Forget about Feb. The Matt Jack Balty Bridge badge. We've got it all tonight. And I'd have kicked that. Let's get started. The first award coming out. Is here are the films that made the greatest impact this year. Why not do the best thing you've done, mate? But it's not the worst. Yeah, it's right. not the worst thing. I don't know whether that's supposed to give me some solace or not. It is. <laughs> I, I could ask, did it get the desired result? But no, it didn't. But you know, no ships, only hardships, mate. And the winner is. The Ben Cousins documentary best film 2020. Oh, I'd have kicked that. We did a whole episode on. Oh, I think it's called episode nine. Uh, everybody involved with the Ben Cousins documentary is a piece of shit, including us. Yeah, yes. that's the winner for best film. That's going to be best film of the year. I, I honestly think there's a good chance that it could have uh, could have run the Razzie. I think it's up there. Oh, the cats are at Metricon by the looks of things. We're hanging out at Metricon Stadium. These poor cunts. Bullshit. They're sitting in these tiny. Yeah, it looks like a fake Tonight Show thing it's weird yeah the whole yeah i'm telling you put it up put it up on the camera you just put it up there i'm telling you like there's um i was i had a look before because you can't stream it it's the dumbest thing but i'm telling you doesn't it look like they're at like a shitty club room thing it's like, a, look, it's the worst i can't i can't think that's meant to be danger field so that's probably it looks like fucking when they get like the the elvis impersonator down to the local football club and then he's like ah it's tropical night boys it's tropical night. Come there, have a few beers, and you're 19. You're thinking like the last place in the world I go and spend my free time is there, and that's where they all look like they're at. Oh, it's the worst. Brownlow update. Brownlow update. We've got a locky, shocky Neil. You know he's, he's out and about. He's got 22 votes already. It's round 11. Boke is behind him at 13. Like fucking stupid. We have the award. <laughs> <laughs> for most sackable coach. And the winner is... Reshaw, everybody. Most sackable coach of the year. Reshaw, you got to give it to him. I mean, this podcast has been hanging out for Reshaw the whole year. We've been going sack Shaw, sack Shaw, sack Shaw. But you got to give it to the guy. He... He was trying to hold in there, but I mean, he's still holding in there. He's, he's 
He's still got his job. So technically, if he had already been sacked, I mean, he couldn't win this award. But, I mean, I really think it's a magnificent effort by Reese. It is. Because the fact that he was able to keep his job still means he still stands alone at the top of the mountain as the AFL's most sackable coach. The most sackable coach. And let's hear from uh, Reese Shaw in round one this year. And then you start to build that feeling, you start to grow, and then it's real long. Well done, mate. Yeah, feels like a final. Round one. That's North Melbourne. That's the North Melbourne coach revving up North Melbourne in round one. Feels like a final because we're allowed to still play football. It's fucking terrible. It feels like a final because every season they start is an elimination final. (laughs) (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, Reese Shaw, most sackable coach this year. Get up to Reese Shaw. Get up to Reese. Get up to Reese. Fucking Lockie Neal at 25 votes. Petrarca and Boak, 14 and 13 behind him. This is looking like a uh, one-sided affair. Oh, we just just watched a player lick another player's baby. That's fucking excellent. Fantastic work, AFL. One player showed another player their baby because they'd taken the baby to the Brownlow. And obviously he's a bit pissed, so he sticks the tongue out at the baby. I didn't catch it because I'm not screen recording, but fuck. Who have they got? There you go. There you go. it's the weird cunt from Channel 7. Okay, uh, next next award goes to a best wife and girlfriend. Now, uh, I'll play the drum roll just for the nominees. For best wife and girlfriend, we have Brit Selwood for being a mop. We have yeah, knowing a place, knowing a place, that's knowing a, a place. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good quality to have in as being a woman in football. That's knowing right. Your place. That's a good way to start. Yeah. Uh, who are the nominees, Alessia? Uh, we got um, Jordan Ablett. That's for, right. Um, you know, for taking care of that kid that almost derailed um, the Geelong that, season. Yeah. That, I mean, if that kid really did, if, I mean, wow, he just he could he had the he's a good Christian, good Christian man. Ditches his kid and family, goes up to the. Goes and plays footy in a, pre- in a prelim. I mean, really, should have been taking care of his kids and shit. But I mean, well, get you, get you to learn from the old man on that one, Gary. Hey, hey. <laughs> playing a fucking grand final. Who cares? Fuck that kid. And uh, number three yeah, Jordan, with Jordan Ablett and then uh, Cochin White. I think you can already tell by that she's not winning, but she gets a. She a nomination for a display at a, just telling the world she was going to get her hair done when she was meant to stay within the hub. That That's was, right. Uh, very brave. Ten very grand brave. to the Richmond Football Club. Thanks to that. To Cochin's wife. Very brave. Very brave. And here we have very the winner. Brave. Britt Selwood for being a mop. And we actually have live comment from Britt and Joel. Believe it or not. So, babe, I've got something to tell you. Yeah? It's been happening for some time now. Right. Go on. And I can't keep it a secret any longer. A secret? It all started when I was booking a honeymoon with Stu from Geelong Travel. Damn you. 
He's just so easy to deal with. And one thing led to another, so I'm definitely going. You're leaving me for Stu. Wow. Brit has left Joel Selwood from Stu from Geelong Travel. Breaking news on I to kick that. You wouldn't believe it, but she's won the award and she's been like, that's one more award than you've won this year, Joel. Fuck you. I'm out of here with Stewie. We're going to Bali. She can't, she can't win, she can't win the, the WAG award if she's not a WAG anymore. She can't she's, win the WAG award if, you, if you're leaving. She's still the wife. They're technically married, so... Uh, she, yeah. Yeah. But, but she loses... We, we gave her the award because she was a woman who knew her place. Well, apparently she doesn't. Congratulations, <laughs> Britt Selwood, on the eye to kick that award for WAG and girl, uh, wife or girlfriend. Out of every fucking corner of Geelong, isn't it? Yeah, corner, unbelievable. Everywhere. Oh, Who Flog of the Year. Out? Flog of the year. Oh, here's a big one. Here's a big one. Here's a big one. Who are our nominees, Alessio? Flog of the year. So, um, lead for flog of the year. They pull it up. Uh, I think we had... Um, Tom Lynch has got to be in there, there, right? I mean, Tom Lynch. So you can pick from. Tom Lynch is in there. I mean... I have the award, I have the, the name here, as, uh, if you would like to play the drum roll. I mean, I can just read out. Yeah, Tottenham Lynch won it. I mean, uh, he's probably the number one guy everyone wants to see get like, flogged in the face. So, I mean, no better fitting when it's a flog of the year than uh, Tom Lynch. I mean... Two right shit, yeah. Give him a fair shake of the fucking sauce bottle. Fucking drop a, drop a fucking knee on someone's head. I don't know. Practice the MMA skills out in the field. I mean, you, you, yeah, you, you, you can win a couple of awards doing that. Yep. I mean, uh, and look, you're meant to get suspended. But uh, Thankfully, here at Ida Kick That, we've had Robbo in, uh, Robbo and Jared in for special comment. But he's a good person, Tom, but he's just acting really badly on the field. He's, he's angry. He has played great football without this being a part of his game. Mm. So the idea that I mean, Jack and Damien Hardwick are promoting as this is how he plays, that's nonsense. That's never been part of his makeup. There it is. He's the flog and he is the flog of the year. Congratulations, Tom Lynch. All right, the next big award we have to give away is Night Out of the Year. There's been some big fucking nights out this year. There's been there's been the kebab shop and the strippers on the Gold Coast. There has been people hitting running cars all over Melbourne. But one stands out. One stands out above them all. Night of the year goes to steel side bottom. Ah, yeah, that's a good one. That's a real one. That was a great night out. Well, I, I mean, what they started the- we have our take on what the night was, but we should probably hear from the president of the Collingwood Football Club and what he thinks about that night. When offered, well, he was sanctioned with a four-match suspension. He could have and was asked four if he matches. wanted to appeal. He said no. He wants to support the AFL. He made a mistake. He self-reported. 
He did the right thing by going to his teammate, Jeremy Howe's house, who had just blown his knee out, was turning 30 the next day. They sat down together. Lyndon Dunn came a bit later, which probably kept them going. And to be honest, uh, he's not a Scotch drinker, but they're having a few Scotches. And he became disorientated, and the situation was he ended up at uh, at Wellesley's place, was asleep on the couch, got With up, we believe, to go to the bathroom and walked out the wrong door and found himself outside, totally disorientated. Totally. Victoria Police came along, and they said that his behaviour was was exemplary. Exemplary. Naked and exemplary. When he woke up to what happened, he self-reported. So there you go. Steel side bottom. Getting fucking fuck-eyed with his, uh, with people he shouldn't have been touching or being around during COVID uh, and then ended up getting arrested naked on the street. But apparently his uh, behaviour was exemplary. Oh, now we're looking at, uh, on the on the Brownlow footage, uh, photos of Gary Ablett Jr. being a Fucking sick cunt. You know? Doing what? He's just, you know, they're showing him when he had hair. They're showing him when they didn't have, when he d- doesn't have hair. They're showing him kick oh, three yeah. goals on Brisbane. <laughs> on their way to the grand final against whoever the fuck they're playing. Who cares? No one cares. We're winning. One lasting comment on a Steel side bottom. Yes. Uh, this was sent in from Steel himself. He said, um, yeah, that night was pretty sick. Hurt myself to name Steel Rock Bottom. Don't know if I'm going to live it down, to be honest. Pretty hard when you hear Rock Bottom. That's from a man called Steel Side Bottom. So, uh, Indeed. Steel Rock Bottom. I mean, that's fucking tough one. That's, a, that's, a, that's one hard nut. One it hard is nut. One no matter hard how nut. much fucking shard or fucking speed you snort, pretty hard to fucking outdo that, mate. It is indeed. Pretty hard to outdo that. Now we have a very, very big award coming out. Now it's a fucking, it's it's a highly contested one. We got a Brownlow update. Got a Brownlow uh, yeah, go update for the Brownlow update through. before the next, the, uh, the next a, award. This is a comment, live comment from uh, Corey Novely. Uh, Novely. Um, the fact that the fact that Petrarca is currently second shows how much of a joke the year has been. Facts. Yeah. Gary, Ab- they should just no, give I mean, Gary Ablett the Brownlow. They should just give it to him. Nah, Three goals in the third fine. quarter. Pff, fuck. Just give him the Brownlow. No, it's fine. I mean, yeah. It, you should give him the Norm he, Smith before the game as well, I reckon. I just think that would just fucking speed things up. Anyway. I, everyone knows Everyone knows that they've already pre-packaged, sent it to Dustin Martin. It's already fucking arriving at his fucking Richmond home. Yeah, it came in a porcelain package with a Virgin Mary stat, statue. They hide it inside there. Anyway, that's a, that's a different discussion <laughs> for another time. The next big, uh, big uh, category on the Ida Kick That Awards is... Worst commentator. And the nominees are... Wayne Carey, number one. Well, that'd be a pretty hard one to beat. I reckon he's... People would be going in my favour. I mean, I've never heard someone given such a large speaking role that barely talk. I mean, this is getting ironic, isn't it? But, uh, yeah, who, who else is up there? We've got Bruce McAvaney. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I can... I mean, one of the goats, one of the goats, but I mean, people are going to shit on him. Um, I mean, I'd, I'd like to know why. And finally, for another a highly nominated uh, a person this in in this award ceremony is Eddie McGuire. Eddie McGuire for commentator. But worse. So Daisy Pierce. Oh, Daisy, Daisy Pierce. Yeah, honourable mention. She doesn't get an actual nomination. She just gets an honourable mention. Her testosterone That's levels crazy. aren't high enough or something. Oh, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Um, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's going to win. I mean, 
I think, honestly, that um, Bruce fans will be a little upset that he's nominated. I mean, that's a bit of a slap in the face. I think so. I mean, fuck it. Chuck it up there. Chuck it up. And the winner is, ladies and gentlemen. Really done. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, you beauty. You can see it coming. One more time. The winner is. Really done. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, you beauty. You can see it coming. You can see it coming. That's right. He was telling BT about his cock. Bruce McAvaney, winner of worst commentator of the year. Fuck it. The the dusty love is too much. I don't think I can handle it on Saturday. I will be listening to K-Rock. How'd you get that uh, that audio? You're telling me you got the fucking... You got the leaked audio that they're going to be... Is the AFL fixed? Because then you're telling me that that means you've already got the audio because I can see him saying nothing else but I'm coming when he's commentating fucking Ablett and Martin. Oh, yeah, I know. Lovely, isn't it? Ablett brothers and oh, Justin Martin on the ball. Oh, Justin Martin, lovely, Ablett, lovely. <laughs> what you've done is basically commentated the 2020 Grand Final. Um, and what it means is that it's mainly going to be Bruce McAvaney being unintelligible in the middle of ejaculating. It's going to be good. Okay, so the last the last few awards I don't I actually don't have clips for Alessio, but uh, let's let's smash through them quickly before we go to the uh, Brownlow edition of Duck Shack. The Don't Argue. Who talks too much? Ladies and gentlemen, we might as well call this the fucking Kane Corns Award. Stop talking. That's a quick one. On my end, um, I, I thought the award said the please just shut up. Just shut up. Just yeah. shut up. Just shut up. That was what my that's what my piece said. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, Kane gets that award. Oh, actually, I do have another one. I've got a special one just for you, Alessio. I, I have a special award oh. just for you. You ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, go for it. This award goes out for the biggest. That's a choke from my personal collection. Biggest choke. That's disgusting. Okay, hang on. I'll just I'll play the one that's next to it then. Like a fucking geriatric person choking. Octogenarian choking. What the fuck is that? Fucking personal collection of a serial killer. Stop kink shaming me. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, it was actually um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going for like Maggie Tabra or uh, Ida Butros. That's who I was looking for. But I'm gonna, oh, yeah. go, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna stick with fucking <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> <laughs> That's staying in the episode. All right, uh, biggest choke. Who was it? I think I think I can figure it out. I think I can figure it out. Still nothing. Still <laughs> I mean, I mean, here, here let me prompt you. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's the Brisbane Lions. That's what I gotta say. The Brisbane Lions, the choke of the years. That doesn't make us stop playing that fucking audio. Oh, don't, 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 don't! I'm taking them off. Taking them off. This is disgusting. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Say it. Yeah, yeah. Brisbane Lions, choke of the year. Brisbane Lions, choke of the year. I'm pretty sure they get the choke of the year because they got to play the whole season at home. They end up at the flying to state. And now, and they had the prelim at home, a home prelim with fucking Richmond at the grand final at the Gabba. You're getting a home grand final. It'll never happen for an interstate side ever again. No. Anyway, fucked it up. They fucked it up. Lockie Neal by Fuck. a mile. All right, we've got one more award to give out uh, before oh, we get to the very... You leave Lockie. <laughs> now, Lockie Neal, he's by a mile. Oh look, they're showing all the all the uh, they're showing all the all the chicks. They're showing all the chicks with the the, the fancy dresses now. Oh, one more award. Uh, this is the Balti Bridge Award. Ajax comeback will be one of the greatest feats the game has seen. Just to go out there and play again, it'll be an indescribable feeling. He's been the biggest winner all night. He's won the most awards. And once again, the Balti Bridge Award goes to Ray Shaw because he's the one that should probably jump off the fucking Balti Bridge. <laughs> it's nice to see the Mad Jack Award stay in North Melbourne. Um, I think it probably will stay yeah, there nice. for years to come. Oh, look. That, that- there was the Mad Jack Award, also known as the uh, the Gary Lyon Award. That's also was, the uh, Gary Lyon Award, yeah. It was, it was also the Gary Lyon Award because the award is based around um, the most spectacular use of depression to avoid having to fulfill your duties as an AFL personality. So, la- um, ladies and gentlemen, once on- again, for Ray Shaw. I mean, look, you know, you got really got to give it to Dame Beam. He, he really gave Ray Shaw a run for his money this year. He... Uh, he managed to use depression to his full advantage to get the uh, full payout of a $2.5 million contract with only ever kicking a ball for about eight weeks. And then he's managed to string that together into the full payout. I mean, you really got to really commend him. It's impressive. I don't think anyone's ever been able to use depression to get that much money out of an AFL club. But Mason Cox had a crack. Mason Cox had a crack. 
Yeah, to crack it. Uh, he he fucking. Never pulled, never, no, he pulled that trigger, and that made everyone at Collingwood depressed. So that's that's up there oh, on yeah, the Balti. Yeah, yeah. That's on the Balti oh, yeah, list. Uh, but no, it definitely it definitely goes to Ray Shaw because he should definitely kill himself. Ray Shaw for avoiding getting sacked, but like apparently hasn't made any contact with the North Melbourne Football Club for three weeks. You gotta commend him. Three he weeks. That's fucking yeah, amazing. They, have, they don't know if he's at the club. They don't know if he's sacked. They don't know anything. He said, I'm not even rocking up for trade period or drying. So you really got to give it up to him. Holy shit. We've that got, we've got, we've got a late breaking, we've got a late breaking award that's just come in now. Ladies and gentlemen, racist of the year. Eddie Maguire. Legal proceedings have just taken place between Eddie Maguire and Heredia Lumumba. So if you've been following the podcast, you've followed that story and uh, legal proceedings are underway, giving Eddie Maguire racist of the year. Well earned. I mean, Eddie could have won a lot of these awards tonight, but Racist of the Year was really the one that he really pushed forward and hard for this year, and well done. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, if if this podcast was around in uh, in 2013 or whenever it was, he could have gotten one for those King Kong comments. I mean, they were... I mean, I mean after all, Tim Guy was just one. Really Maguire award. I mean, take pride in that, Ed. Take pride in that. Not take pride in that. win awards. It's like it's like when Denzel won the won the Oscar for Training Day. He should have won it for the Pelican Brief, but they gave it to him for Training Day. That's like Eddie's finally got his racism award, and we're happy for him here at Ida Kick Day. Very good point. Very good point. Very good point. Very good point. All right, there is two more points of business. Uh, three more points of business to be precise, but. That's one of them. We'll get to that at the end. However, we have Duck Shack and Chopsticks of the Year. So uh, I don't know if you've heard from KB. It's been a busy week at SEN where they've been trying to plug wires in and make sure the station works. But have we heard from Duck? Very top end. Very secret secret. I'm fucking real. KB sent this one through. Um, now Wayne is up in Queensland. He's uh, he's doing the rest of the um, covering the rest of the season from there. Um, and this week, well, because Brownlow night, um, you're in on something. They already knew who was going to win. But they're doing, he's doing. He gets an interview with the winner this week. Gets the winner interview with the winner. Um, so it starts off. Wayne says. Uh, Wayne starts off um, says, all right, all right. Now, I never won the Brownlow medal. I think I should have because I'm regarded as the greatest player of all time and that says something about the Brownlow. Now, is it a trash award given by the weakest, most beta male simps that are out in the field? Hot take. Yes, but does that make it any less of an award? Yes, it does. Hot take. It does. Now, We've got some, we've got some real uh, nice, got some real nice 
things in the studio. There's some fucking idiot kids playing hot take on my shit. I don't think it's a hot take. I reckon it's a fucking, uh, just a round of applause every time I fucking speak because I'm a fucking duck. Hot. But, um, today we've got, uh, we've got the winner of the 2020 Brownlow medal. I mean, this was recorded on Thursday, but, uh, we already knew he was winning. So, but, uh, Lockie Neal. Lockie Neal, how are you, Lockie? Now, Lockie. How are you? Now, do you know, you know about Duck Shack. Now, Duck Shack is where we get Australian football legends. They come on and they talk about how they didn't do it. Now, Lockie, did you do it? What are you talking about? You know, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Did you do it? Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. That's Lockie Neal saying he doesn't know what he's talking about. Then Duck says, come on, there's got to be something you've done. There's got to be a few skeletons in the closet. I, um, my wife is thin. She's really thin. She's got a very thin frame. Um, does that count? No, I mean, like, is she dead in the closet? That's what we, that's what we talk about on this show. Oh, I've got, I, I can't really, oh, I've never, never been a part of anything like that, Wayne. Never been a part of anything like that. Uh, Sweet. You got anything in your career? Um, well, made top four Brisbane. I mean, I'm thinking maybe we might win a flag this year. You never know. So you've done nothing. You've done nothing. You haven't killed anybody. You haven't punched any chicks. You haven't done anything. Nah, nah. Never, never done that. Like playing footy, hopefully I can win a flag. You know, don't really, really care about the Brownlow. It's, it's all about winning finals, you know? You've got to be the shittest fucking Brownlow medalist we've ever had. <laughs> a couple of years ago, we get to induct Dustin Martin, and he breathed some life into this shit award that means nothing. Lucky Neil, like 10 clear in the Brownlow right now. You, you come in and do, and just deliver this bland crap. That's why umpires should be picking these awards. That's how people like Wayne, the King, the Dark Carey don't win these awards because they're given by weak little umpires to weak minded men like yourself. Hot take. Get out. And that's the, that's the, and that's the end of the episode. He did not take, he did not take to the lack of criminality present Lockie Neal to Disappointing. Uh, the old duck stuff. Disappointing. But as, as we can see here, uh, Lockie Neal, round, uh, I think, 14, He's 15, we're at. He's 10 clear. Uh, it, it's he a done deal. He's, he's won it. Um, he just won it. No, he just won it. He actually just won it. Oh, that's why they were showing him. Can't beat him now. All right, cool. Congratulations, Lockie Neal. I'm winning the Brownlow. Brownlow on the Gold Coast. You've done it. Ham steaks for fucking everybody. We should finish the episode on uh, Chopsticks of the Year. And I'm I'm not fucking proud to give this out, but it is the one that's made me fucking laugh the most. And that probably says... Is he even... Is he smiling? Is yeah, he no, he's pretty happy. Smiling? He's drinking a Peroni. He's, he's having a good time. His missus is a fool. I don't, know if I, I, don't even, I don't even know if I'm happy or not. That he that he's happy that he won. I think I want him to be upset. You just lost, you got you got eliminated yesterday. You got eliminated. What are look, you doing? No, nah, he looks a bit embarrassed actually. There we go. That's better. That's better. That's better. That makes me like it more. Yeah, he's a bit. Un- he's uncomfortable. I'm looking at him now. He's just uncomfortable. Like he knows he's won, and he's just like, "Fuck, can we just run through these rounds?" So, like, my missus. Whoever I've invited promised anal, and like as soon if I win the brown low, I'm gonna get the brown low. So fucking, 
I can see it. She's <laughs> she's nervously like, oh fuck. Do they have lube at the front desk? Um. On that note, we, we're at the chopsticks part of the episode, and the chopsticks this week and this year, the chopsticks of the year goes to the horrible person that when we posted the photo of. Uh, Joel Selwood and the Asian lady says, Oh, hello, this is the Jerome Capitan. So you're the winner of the chopsticks, you fucking disgusting human being. Geelong are going to rail the fucking Tigers next week after we picked apart Brisbane and we picked apart Collingwood and we lost to a team that was not going to ever beat fucking Richmond anyway. So here we go. Let's stick another fucking poster up on that wall behind me, Alessio. Let's go, Cats. And we'll see you again on Wednesday for, uh, well, Thursday morning for the Ida Kick That Grand Final pre-show to the Grand Final on, on Thursday. There you go. That's Wait what you can tune in for. This is what it felt like when Dangerfield won. It means nothing. It means Mate, nothing. I googled Dangerfield crying, and he can't. You can't see it because the motherfucker can't shed tears. He's too strong. He's a robot. He's from outer space. I'm saying when Dangerfield won the brown look, this is the most pointless shit. Who cares? Fuck the brown line. He was just kicked out. Fuck the brown line. Yeah, fuck the brown line. Fuck the brown line. What's the matter? Look, fuck the brown who's, line. Who's who's who won the brown line? Lockie Neal. Who does Lockie, Lockie Neal play for? Yeah. Brisbane. A Brisbane playing in the grand final? No. No. <laughs> and to take you out, I'm going to play you the original theme music of... The Gold Coast, and this is the theme music to Brownlow on the Gold Coast. Thank you, Alessio, for being here. I'll see you in a couple of days' time. Wait, wait, I've got one other thing to say. Oh, one other thing to you've, say always, you've always got one more fucking thing to say. All right, you finish off, then I'll play and run to paradise, can't? No, I'm just saying that in – okay, I would like to point out to people that in round four, yes. Lucky Neal was tied. Lucky Neal was tied in round four on nine votes. Yep. There was one other guy that had managed to get three best on grounds by round four. That was Matt Rowe. Matty Rowe, the greatest of all time. How have we fucking forgot him? We have. We, we were supposed to give the Matt Rowe award. Who wins the Matt Rowe award? Hold up. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Matt Rowe award for 2020. Goes to Matt Rowe, the true rising star. How did he not win the rising star? Disgraceful. He was lead for the Brownlow. The other guy got a vote. Yeah. The guy who won the Brown the Rising Star got a vote. He should have won it. Yeah. Isn't all these AFL awards so stupid? How can you not give it to a guy? Brisbane Lions put up a photo going. Uh, the boys have arrived, Brownlow, and they're all smiling. Like, he shouldn't be smiling. He comes Heads failing. should be failing. hung in shame. It's Just like I yell out the window to the guy that has you know the St. Kilda you know hat on. I'm like, take it off! Take it off! You know when, you know when like, the um, samurais, when they, like, they've been dishonored, so then they, they stab themselves yeah. with the sword? 
Seppuku. Yeah, Chris Fagan's done that after the game. <laughs> <laughs> he walked out of the field. Hot take, hot take. Hot take. I'm honestly, I'm honestly, ah, oh, fucking season. All right. Oh, Ladies yeah, and gentlemen, man. thank you for tuning in to uh, Brownlow on the Gold Coast. Uh, we love you. We'll see you next week for the grand final episode and the post grand final episode. Then we're taking a fucking break, a well earned break at forty five episodes. I've been Joel Pierce. I've been Alaska Cottage. Come on. You run